Hey guys, this is G and Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. The two of us bonded over our stepmotherhood experiences, and we want our listeners to feel like you're sitting right here with us, drinking your beverage of choice, and going, yes, hell yes, me too. We get in-depth about the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. We get real and sometimes use profanity, so keep that in mind if you have little ears around. To make it simple, we'll always put the E for explicit in our title. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. And Gannette. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're back. All right. Let's set the scene. Okay. Gannette has her red wine. Mm-hmm. She treated me today with some rosé. I sure did, boo. Hey, thank hey. you. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about the holidays. The holidays. <laughs> and I think that that's what's on a lot of our minds mm-hmm. as far as like the step community goes. Um, yeah. I think a lot of step support accounts and bloggers and people are talking about that today right and we were asked a couple 10 dms <laughs> uh if we were going to be covering it so here we are here we are we're going to talk all holiday okay fuck this yeah <laughs> here we go thanksgiving's next week yes thanksgiving is next week so um we both have very different parenting plans at this point. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can just kind of go back and forth and talk about our individual situations. Um, I did ask our listeners for if they've had any specific questions. So we'll touch on that as we talk through um, our holiday crap. Yeah. And I say crap, but it is a very happy time of year. Very joyous. <laughs> However, it can get a little complex. A little shitty. And yeah. that is why we're we're just going to talk real about it. Because, um, yeah, it that's, I think, what can be very depressing about the whole situation is this is a very happy time of year. Mm-hmm. Coming into a blended family situation, it's like, oh, this gets a little fucking more complicated. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot more to think about, right? Yeah. So. So, Gannett, why don't you go first? Why don't you uh, explain how your parenting plan is right now, how you navigate holidays, and all that that stuff. Okay. Um, Well, this year is going to look a whole lot different. Um, In the past few years, since I've been with my husband, um, he's been very flexible uh, with the parenting plan, and basically the days were just um, split. So, for example... Well, primarily Thanksgiving. So, for example, it might be half the day um, mm. Thanksgiving with bio mom. And then from, like, let's say 5 or 6 p.m. on, it was with us, which got really cumbersome yeah. and tiring and involved. Um, and I would say shockingly enough, but not shockingly enough, it was something that she just kind of went with the flow. She went right. with whatever he kind of proposed the idea mm-hmm. as. Um, so I, you know... Him and I discussed it, and we finally decided, you know, this is getting to be too much because we'd be in the middle of our Thanksgiving, and he'd have to stop and 
go do a pickup or what have you. And so that would and interrupt that's a shame, that. Cause like, what if you want to like go travel or right. be away from the, or yeah. Yeah. Like, that's so disruptive. Yeah, absolutely. And we changed Christmas last year by dividing that, um, which we had Christmas Eve and then she had Christmas day. So, so that worked out a little bit differently. How would you prepare your stepdaughter for that transition? Like, would she know ahead of time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would know ahead of time. And so we would, um, you know, explain that to her. And then when it got, to, well, with the Thanksgiving, she would just know that at some point, you know, dad's going to pick her up and then she's going to come over and spend the rest of Thanksgiving. And then usually just led into the rest of the long weekend. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas, you know, we, we did Christmas Eve at our home as if it were Christmas day. So we treated it just that way. Um, and then she knew that she had another Christmas with right. bio mom. But this year I'm actually looking forward to the structure of sticking with the parenting plan, which is not an option as we're in the middle of court still, shit. Court mm-hmm. shit is still happening. It's at a you know standstill right now, but it will resume at the beginning of the year, sometime in the middle of January. So as it stands... My stepdaughter does not have any overnights with bio mom at this time. However, she does have her for Thanksgiving mm. through the weekend. So this will be the big sleepover that she hasn't had in almost five months. Wow. So this is going to be an interesting experience for all of us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so we have to prepare ourselves for that and prepare her for that. Um, she's definitely, she's so resilient, has gotten so used to her schedule mm-hmm. that I think there's going to be some preparation involved um, around that, which is going to prepare her for dun, 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 the very long holiday break oh, that right. kiddos have, which is usually about two weeks off of school. And So the way that your parenting plan is written, bio mom gets her extended periods during holidays uh it depends on the year so it's an odd year so it's an odd year and although we have this court stuff happening it's an odd year that being said she has her for not only the whole from thanksgiving morning through the whole weekend but also from christmas eve night Mm -hmm. um around 9 p.m and 9 p.m yeah yeah, I, yeah. So we're hopeful to change that in court yeah. because it's yeah. too late. That's ridiculous. It's too late. You that's know. after like bedtime. Absolutely. And this is a six year old child, you know? Yeah, and that's she Christmas to, Eve. Like, she, who the fuck wants to go out on exactly. Christmas Eve? Exactly. She wants to oh, already yeah. have put the cookies out. Right. And got her coming. Ch- seriously. Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed at six. No. <laughs> but we're hopeful to change that. So she's going to be with her. From that night until the day before they go back to school and winter break ends. So through New Year's? Through New Year's. Wow. Uh, So that is something that we are preparing ourselves for on all fronts. Mm -hmm. Um, While we do like the structure and sticking to it now um, so that we just can prepare the kiddo and ourselves for the holiday, for dividing the holidays, um, unfortunately because of what's been happening the last several months, this mm-hmm. is going to be, I think it's going to be a little tricky for her more than for us. We're going to be... For baby mama or for baby... Uh, oh, for... Stepdaughter. For stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. For stepdaughter. Um, so we I'm... come up with code names for them. I know, right? We well, like, we do, but we won't share that on air. Well, <laughs> we do for bio mom, but for our stepkids. Oh, oh okay. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are wondering, my husband and I referred... 
to buy a mom with a code name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so just so step kiddo doesn't know who we're talking about <laughs> when we're talking very openly. Same here. Same here. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So you're going to have to prepare her for that. And your husband tried to do that. Yes. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> You know, I, I brought it to his attention um, because he sometimes... You are a little bit more thoughtful in how you, in the words you say and how you prepare mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. And, and that. And I think it might just be a dad thing because my husband does it too, mm-hmm. where he's like, just blurt something yeah. out and you're like, okay, you don't know how the kid is going to receive that. Just word vomit. Yeah. 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 So you go ahead. I interrupted. No, it's, it's, and I think too, some of just the, the clinical background, right? It's right. How do you prepare yeah. this kid? Mm-hmm. Because my husband, it was an aha moment for him when I said to him a couple of days, you know, we should have this conversation with her yeah. because she's gone all these months without having an overnight. Mm-hmm. She's asked her questions. She understands to a degree. Um, but we should have a conversation because this isn't just a night. This is, Four nights. Yeah. Um, or three nights, technically. So uh, the other day, we were at the grocery store, and she turned to me and said, Mama, what's the next holiday? And this isn't the first time she said that. And I'm like, you know, it's remember, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's next week. And she got excited about my turkey because she had my turkey last year. And she wanted her, you know, <laughs> she specific. She wanted Mama's turkey. Yep, with ketchup, no skin. <laughs> um, and then my husband decided to... Just say right there in the Safeway produce area. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to be with your mom for Thanksgiving. And she kind of looked at him in like confusion, like, what? Wait, what? What? So I. Well, uh, she's gotten used to being with you guys all the time. Right, right. Yeah. So I did a little damage control. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're not going to have this conversation right here in Safeway. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, you are going to be spending some time with your mom around Thanksgiving. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we get home. Um, and it got to be too late, so we didn't finish that. But we are hopeful to have that conversation with her in the next day or two, mm-hmm. just so that she knows we've informed her of the plan and she can prepare her little mind yeah, for what's to come. So Yeah, we've used like calendars in the past. I mean, like, we even use calendars now where it's like, okay, like I use a highlighter, like, okay, this is Christmas. This is how many days until you're, this is how many days you'll be gone, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's done a pretty good job of, you know, he counts the sleeps. Like, wait, oh, yeah. so how many sleeps am I going to be gone? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's... Like, it's so unfortunate that we have to have these kind of conversations with kiddos, especially the younger ones that mm-hmm. don't quite understand yet. Right. But <laughs> yeah, I almost spilled my wine. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> um, but yeah. it's important conversations to have, yeah. even whether they're six or nine or what yep. have you. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we have to remember kids understand way more. Yep. And sometimes we give them credit for. Yeah. So, but what about you guys? What's the deal uh, with you guys this year? So we are, well, so our parenting schedule is 50-50. So one week on, one week off. And then as far as the holidays, we go odd and even. And so whoever has the, the kiddo on Thanksgiving does not have them for Christmas. Oh. And then vice versa. So um, for the most part, it works out really well. However, the past couple years and the way that the parenting plan is written, it doesn't, it's kind of stupid because there's the holiday schedule and then there's how winter break is divided. So it's like, oh, the person, the, the parent who has the child for Christmas 
has the child the second week of winter break or something like that. And it's like, that actually doesn't line up. So it's like, well, per our 50-50 schedule, we have him for the week of Christmas this year. So it just works out that we already have him. Mm -hmm. But it's actually the first week of winter break. Because they don't get out of school these days until like the 19th or the 20th or something like that. Yeah, and so it's like we technically, like those two things line up. Like Mm -hmm. we have him on our usual week. We have him for Christmas. But it's not the winter break that the parenting plan says we're supposed to have him. Right. And so it's like, well, which one trumps the other? Mm -hmm. So it's stupid. Um, So this year we do not have him for Thanksgiving. So it'll just be my husband, my daughter, and I, which, um, I mean, you know, Thanksgiving, we don't really have like traditions or whatever. So we're Mm -hmm. just kind of like low key, whatever. We're just staying home. We're not even going over to family's houses or whatever, which I'm actually really excited about. It's a nice, relaxing thing. I'm going to be in my sweatpants the whole day. Uh huh. (laughs) Like I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, Christmas, we are um, going to my in-laws, um, in Eastern Washington and, um, yeah. And so like this will be, I used to have it. I used to have it. Well, um, I used to have it in my head that I wanted like specific traditions on the years that we would have them for Christmas. And so it would be like, okay, well, Every because we get our Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving mm. because I'm team keep holidays separate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ditto. Celebrate one at a time. So I really like that tradition. But when we wouldn't have him for Thanksgiving, what do we do? So I would like we would wait mm, to get our right. tree yeah. until we get, would get him again. So we would wait until like the next weekend that we have him and go get it. Um, which I think we'll still do. Um, cause to me that's like not that big of a deal. And then he's there to like decorate it and all that stuff. Um, but then once we had like our daughter, there's traditions now that I don't really want to put on hold. Sure. And I don't want her to not experience because her brother's not there because when she gets older, how am I going to explain that? Like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, we can't do that this year because he's not here. Like, no. Yeah. I'm going to keep these traditions going. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we've um, done, like last year, we didn't have them for Christmas. And one of our traditions is to do family PJs. Mm. So I get everyone all their matching PJs. And Christmas morning, we're all wearing our matching PJs. And so I th- think this is something that, like... I've been seeing a lot um, of comments about and things is like how to not feel sad on those, on these very special days. Right. And the way that like we've coped with it is it's a special day. Yes. Mm -hmm. But what makes it special is not just like the day and the calendar day. It's who you spend it with and and you making it special. Absolutely. You know, so on the years that we don't have him for Christmas, we celebrate Christmas the weekend before or the, the weekend that we have him prior to Christmas mm-hmm. where we legit like have our tree. My husband will put 
all of the presents for him underneath. And then, you know, he'll put out a couple, like we'll all open at least one present, but most of them are all for him. Mm -hmm. And we'll wake up the morning and pretend that it's Christmas. Right. And he'll wake up. Well, us adults will make our coffee and make our cinnamon rolls and we'll sit around the tree and we leave out the Santa presents because Santa hasn't come yet. Right. And this is one of the questions that people ask. Is how do you <laughs> handle how do you handle the Santa stuff where we say, well, Santa and I talked and he's not going to deliver your presents until Christmas. So when you get back to us, they'll be here for you. Mm. And just explain that like I have an in with Santa. Yeah, I like that. And like <laughs> and so we we just leave the Santa presents. Right. And the tradition that we do, my husband, let me just say this. My husband is very into the holidays. Yeah? Yes. That's awesome. He loves Christmas. He loves decorating the tree a certain way. He loves specific, like, so, like I said, we don't um, celebrate, start celebrating until after Thanksgiving, right? But he came home from the store a couple days ago with some groceries, and he was like, babe, I have to tell you, it was so hard for me not to buy wrapping paper. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. He was like, all the good wrapping paper is out right now. All the bows. And yeah, <laughs> he's super into it. So my husband has his tradition where all the Santa presents are wrapped in a specific Santa wrapping paper. Mm. And it's just this basic either red or like, like Christmas red or Christmas green wrapping paper. And that's Santa's presents. So all those are tucked away. Like those don't come out on our fake Christmas morning mm -hmm. and kiddo knows no real difference. I mean, he knows that it's not Christmas, but it's still like we get to celebrate with him. He gets to open presents, so he doesn't give a shit. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we all wear our Christmas PJs. We take pictures in our Christmas PJs just like we would on Christmas day. Yeah. Um, we make not an entire, you know, huge Christmas dinner, but we have a special dinner. Like it is what you make it. Like, it Absolutely. doesn't have to be on that day. It yeah. could be days later. It could be a week later. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, make it and do the traditions that you would regardless. Mm -hmm. And so, last year, on actual Christmas Day, my husband and I and our daughter were, you know, with, our, with my in-laws. And, like, we did everything that we would normally do. Just our kiddo wasn't there. Yeah. And, like, we still felt like... We celebrated with him because we did. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, this year will be a little different because um, we'll have him. And so it'll be like a full on You don't have to do the thing in advance Christmas. Yeah. but And, and I think that's an important you know point to make is it's what you make of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We do Christmas Eve usually, and that's Christmas Day mm -hmm. to my stepdaughter. And she's just as happy. Yeah. Right? And mean, she gets like two Christmases. Sure. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you know, we could focus on the fact that she's not there Christmas day, but we're not. Mm -hmm. And my husband, you know, he's, um, able to embrace the Christmas Eve and, and our experiences and all the things that we do during the holiday season. And mm -hmm. that fills his heart and that's enough. And it's, it's the reality. Mm -hmm. The reality is, is she splits her time. Mm -hmm. So there's, um, while it might, you know, be sad for some individuals, we try not to focus on that. Yeah. Let's stay in the, in the space of how much fun she did have with us in our Christmas, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And all the cool things she gets to come back to when she comes back. Mm hmm So. And like, I mean, I can speak to how different it feels now having our daughter where I, I'm having to think ahead more of 
what traditions or what experiences do I want them to have together as siblings? What things do we want? Like, do we want to wait for our kiddo to be there for what, you know, cause it, like I said, like, it's just hard when I'm eventually going to have to explain to her. Cause she knows she asks where he is mm-hmm. and she asks when he's going to come back and like that sucks. And so I don't like want her to feel like our life has to be put on hold because he's not there. Mm-hmm. Like our life continues on. Mm-hmm. We have what often feels like two very separate homes and, and, or energies in our home depending upon the amount of kids we have. But, like, you know, we just make do with what we have and, you know, make sure that we're still hitting the traditions, just not mm-hmm. on those specific dates. Right, and the more you're <clears throat> you're all used to it and you're normalizing it and she's understanding it as she grows up, mm-hmm. and him too, mm-hmm. they'll kind of, they'll, they'll understand the mm-hmm. rhythm and the traditions in, in your home versus... Yeah. What he does, you know, when he's at Biomars. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, let me refer to some of the questions yeah, that we let's had. Yeah, some questions. So, we answered that one. Oh, well, you didn't, uh, can you touch on how you explain Santa or the Easter Bunny or any of that when you don't have her? Yeah. Um, you know, Easter Bunny, never really had to explain that. We're not uh, huge on the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a religious background. My husband does not. So really it's, um, our Easter is just about coming together and, and eating good food mm-hmm. and, and doing you get some, get a basket, get a basket. Don't know where it comes from. <laughs> we do a hunt and she never yeah. asks. Yeah. So, you know, she never asked about the Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, she's never been curious. I don't know prior to well, me coming to her life if it's ever been explained to her. So, I mean, Easter bunny makes no sense to me anyway. Yeah. There's a bunny and then there's eggs. Bunnies don't lay eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't get that. And I don't see how it's any different than like, like for a kid, mm-hmm. they're, they know what trick or treating is. Right. They take a bucket and they go door to door and they get candy. Mm-hmm. With Easter egg hunting, they take a basket and they run around and try and find eggs full of candy. Yeah. Like, and if you put like this, like Easter bunny comes, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm with you. I don't, we don't subscribe to the Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we don't subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Santa. Yeah. So she is still a believer. Sa- absolutely. She's a believer. Um, and so we just tell her that Santa knows that she sp- mm. spends time at our house, has a Christmas at our house and also has a Christmas with her biological mom. And Santa makes an extra early trip. To drop yep. off her gifts. Yep. And so that's 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 how we've done it. And it's worked. It's been successful. She's excited. We still do um, cookies and a glass of milk um, mm-hmm. on the twenty the night of the 23rd versus the night of the 24th. And her heart is full. Mm-hmm. She's excited. And then the rest of the day is... Yeah. That's, yeah. I think, the beauty of it is like, you're already lying to your kids. Mm-hmm. Just lie a little more, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I go so far as to, because another tradition that we have, um, I don't know, is it really a tradition? I don't know. But we do Santa photos. We go and see Santa, Mm -hmm. which Macy's is going out of business, and I don't know where we're going to go. But we do Santa photos. What? Yeah. Did you know that? The one outside of the... All Macy's. They're all going out of business? They're all going out of business. Shut the front door. I'm telling you, Amazon is like... (gasps) 
fucking with everything. Okay, we we didn't we derailed from the topic <laughs> because I love Macy's. I know there's the Macy's Day Parade. There's the Macy's like Santa Claus. Like what? I'm telling you, yeah. What is the world coming to? Oh goodness. Online shopping. That's what's ruining all mm-hmm. department stores. Look, anyway. we need to go to the stores and try on clothes and everything, though. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm a little upset about that. Anyway, I'm sorry. So, well, <laughs> you you just got into shopping again. So that's great. Exactly. So really poor timing. Macy's my jam. <laughs> No, I'm drinking more wine. Okay. So, yeah. So, we go to see Santa, Mm -hmm. and I've gone so far as to where I've, like, made small talk with Santa without Mm. the kiddo being within earshot. And it's like, hey, Santa, how you doing? Like, you know, like, whatever. Like, oh, you're having fun with the kiddos? You know, whatever. And then I walk away, and I tell the kiddo, Santa and I just had a conversation, and I let him know that you've been a good boy this year. Mm. And he knows that you're gonna, you know, gonna be wherever for Christmas and so blah, blah blah. So I make him like believe that I've had this like heart to heart with Santa, and Santa knows when to drop presents where. Nice. Yeah. Slick. That's a fucking rad stepmom yeah. right there. Hell I'm yeah. just gonna say. Hell yeah. Yeah. That'll probably go on for what another year or two. Oh god, I don't know. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna soak it up. I don't know. That's nice yeah. though. Good. Yeah. That I works. wonder. Yeah. Wonder how long that will last. How old is? Not to go off the topic again, but it's kind of on topic. How old? Um, do you our keep children, this up? Yes. That, <laughs> how long? I don't do know. We keep this how up? old were you when you? How old were you when you realized? Did you ever actually believe in Santa? You know, it was complicated growing yeah. up. I, you know, I, I was raised in a traditional African household. My parents didn't believe in Santa. That wasn't a thing. I believed in it because of just the environment and my Mm -hmm. friends and school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I never really had a a, a big focus on Santa growing Mm -hmm. up um, as a child. Did you ever like go sit on his lap and tell him what you wanted for Christmas? I did a couple of times, but it it wasn't a huge tradition that my parents um, kept up on. Mm -hmm. My parents were very, very religious, so it was a matter of you know, you go to church and mm-hmm. then you open the gifts and all that. So no, um, yeah. So I, I can't answer. I can't speak to that. Yeah. I what remember. About you? I remember one Uh-oh. night. I remember. Was it, was it traumatic? It was, was it fun? What? It was more of like, you guys are punking me, right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I grew up when I was little, little, like my daughter, probably my daughter two to six years old. I grew, I was up on the, I was in the East coast and my grandma and grandpa were around, and they're the ones that handled the Santa presents. Mm. And so I remember the pretty paper. It was different than all the others. And I remember the handwriting on it that said Santa, and it was like script, and it was like super pretty. And all the other packages were not like that, so it was from Santa. Well, dark cloud over my blended family childhood, when my parents divorced... And we moved to the West Coast. My grandparents weren't there anymore. And all of a fucking sudden, Uh the presents under the tree were different. And they didn't look like Santa's presents. They didn't... It was in my mom's handwriting. Oh. Like... (laughs) And I was just like, this isn't right. The fuck is this? What is this? This is not from Santa. There is an imposter? Yeah. No. So I think... I think it was like seven or eight or around there Um, after my parents divorced where I was like there's something there's something weird about that and then I think my parents tried to make it go on a little bit longer and they're like oh well you know the people at the mall they just work for Santa Mm. and 
yeah, it's in my hand, like all these things. And it's just like, man, yeah, the lies we tell our kids. Yep. It's really funny. Yeah. So this is going to be something that we're both going to learn because <laughs> what in the entire fuck do you tell them about right. the truth about Santa? And it's like, if you are a parent and you choose not to talk about, to do Santa, mm-hmm. are you like a bad parent? And like, is your kid going to be the asshole that ruins it for all the other kids at school? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you, like that kid that's like, what are you talking about? Like Santa mm-hmm. isn't real. And then you just like ruin all these kids lives. Yeah. Like, no, you're not going to be that parent. Yeah. So you're going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it is. I guess we'll have to cross that bridge when we get there, but mm-hmm. that's going to be, mm-hmm. that'll be quite the experience. Yeah. So we'll see. So yeah. Anyway, moving mm-hmm. on. Santa, if you know, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so this next question, at first I laughed and then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, we've done that. So the question is, does bio mom and hubby get a gift for each other from the kiddo. <laughs> so I want to say it's we first of all we always respond with our own like perspe- perception, right? Like our own pr- projection of our situation. Mm-hmm. So your situation mm-hmm. that's never gonna fucking happen. Nope, and that's why I laugh. Yeah, never. Uh, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words because yeah. the thought has just never crossed. Right. Either of our minds because the situation has never been. So it comes, I think it comes down to like your comfort level Mm -hmm. and the relationship that you have there. So Mm -hmm. for us, I think it was like two or three years ago and it was our first Christmas in our house and bio mom, and and it was our first Christmas married. Mm Mm-hmm. Bio mom had the kiddo, you know, those like letter, almost like paper mache things that you can like paint, like they're made out of cardboard or whatever. Yeah. And you just paint them. So it was this big letter of our, you know, Nelson is our last name. And, um, he painted it green and put all these like Christmas colored poof balls on them. And put it, she put a ribbon on it so you can hang it up. Mm. And, you know, on the back it has his little handwriting and whatever. And we hang it up every year. That's cute. That was the Christmas gift from him to us. Um, and it was, it was very sweet. And I think I reciprocated at one point, not that same year, because I was really taken aback by that gesture. But I think it was probably the following year where I had, um, I had him make like a picture frame to give to her. And I've done that like on her birthday too. Mm. Um, so we have done it, but one thing my husband would say is, um, that is a job not meant for me anymore. Like that is what he says. Like mm-hmm. her boyfriend, whichever one it is that week, mm-hmm. ooh, crunch, <laughs> um, her boyfriend can take care of that. Yeah. You know, just like on father's day or my husband's birthday or whatever, I take care of that. I don't expect bio mom to think of my husband's birthday like no right right. like that's not her responsibility that's that's on me now yeah and it's not really like we don't expect her to do anything you know it's just yeah but that's our situation i think it just depends it really just depends and there's no right or wrong answer and, and it's what yeah and it's what you feel comfortable with right like if you because it you know unfortunately in these situations like at least 
for me, like if I make a gesture like that, I'm thinking 20 steps ahead Mm -hmm. and going, what does this mean? Am Mm -hmm. I setting an expectation? If I do this now, will I always be expected to do this? Mm -hmm. What is this saying about the type of relationship that like, it's unfortunate, but that's how far ahead I think. Sure. It's like you're playing a game of chess. Mm -hmm. And so if you are contemplating whether or not to have the kiddo do a gift or whatever, and you feel comfortable, like do it. Mm -hmm. And you think it'll be received well and it's just a nice gesture. And sometimes I've done it to show her I'm comfortable with this dynamic. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable. I am big enough that I can sit down with your kid, create gifts or you know, whatever. And, and, you know, have something for him to give to you. Like, I'm fine with that Mm -hmm. for it. It would probably be harder for her to do that for us, which is why that first year I was like, Whoa, yeah, like that's really cool. Yeah. But the thing of it is she's not consistent. Mm -hmm. So to me, I take that gesture as, Oh, you're like a decent person. And that was very thoughtful of you. Yeah. A week later, she's a completely different person. And see, that's the thing. You'd rather have her be a decent person right. than put an effort in towards a gift like that. Because, yeah. you know, if it's if it's if if the relationship's there, that's fine. Is it needed? No, it's right. not necessarily needed. And, I mean, you know, kids make cool projects at school. Mm-hmm. You know, holiday projects and things like that, that they're probably going to give either parent mm-hmm. or both parents and all that. So, um, I don't know. I just... Yeah. I guess for me, I, it's an immediate no, but I wouldn't knock those that do. So yeah. it's all about what it, your dynamic is. It's all is. about the dynamic. And yeah, like I even think of it as like sometimes teaching moments where like our kiddo has a really hard time conceptualizing what it is to like give to other people. Mm. He's an eight year old. He's very self-absorbed right now. Even if he doesn't play with the toys that are in his room, he does not want to let go of them. <laughs> He's kind of a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> And so every year we're like, okay, Santa's coming. You got to get rid of some stuff. Cause we're like, well, and this might be a really shitty thing to do, but I'm probably not the only stepmom that does it. But when he's not with us, we go through his room and uh, get rid of some shit. Oh uh, yeah. Because he doesn't even notice it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> but I'm bringing it back around to say that we try and teach him about giving mm-hmm. and we try and teach him you know, at eight years old, like, yeah, you have a piggy bank full of money. What do you want to do with it? You keep asking us for new Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. We're not going to keep buying you Pokemon cards if you're just going to lose them or whatever, whatever. Sure. You use your piggy bank. And so if you have a kiddo that, you know, wants to give or whatever, have them pull money out of their piggy bank and say, what do you want to, do you want to buy something for your mom? Like, mm-hmm. you know, have it be like a teaching moment. And yeah. And that also kind of shows, I don't know, I'm now going down a rabbit hole, but Shows the kid that you're okay mm-hmm. and that you're acknowledging their experience and, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'd say depending upon whatever you're comfortable with, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Right. I will say, though, that process some of what it will mean if you mm-hmm. do something like that. Right. And also both you and your spouse have to be on the same page when it mm-hmm. comes to that. And I think both your husband and... Both our husbands mm-hmm. would probably have the same response that that's not my place. Yep. And they don't feel the need to do that. I think, I think Jake's response when I did that for her, I think it might've been for her birthday. I was like, yeah, I helped him make this or whatever. And I think Jake's response was, wow, that's really big of you. 
<laughs> it wasn't like a I approve or disapprove. It was just like, wow. Do you? All right. I have my thoughts. I ain't doing that. Yep. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> um. Okay. This question: How to handle the transitions without letting it run ruin the holiday? I think we kind of touched on kind of touched on that. Yeah. Just in your thing, like preparing the kid. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything that you like want to do with the kiddo before they go or you know went yeah just kind of like planning around that and having you know like if that's really important to you then make it happen if you mm-hmm. on christmas morning if that's you know you're having to say goodbye to them in the middle of the day and they're going in the afternoon like do whatever you want to do in the christmas morning if it's a pj photo if it's whatever you know like yeah yeah. And, you know, I think the holiday season has already started, right? Mm-hmm. For some of us that are, mm-hmm. you know, there already and, and those of us that want to take our time with it. But um, there's a lot of time to do a lot of beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Back when we, well, back I should say, just a few months back when it was every weekend, um, our schedule was every weekend, you know, um, we during the holiday season did something uh, every weekend that was holiday oriented. Like we went to the holiday parade, mm-hmm. um, in Bellevue for those of you that know where that's at in Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the holiday parade or, uh, we did the gingerbread. Is that house one the one where the snow falls the down? Snow and, falls, yeah. Yes. The best thing ever. Snowflake lane. <laughs> I love it. Um, so that's a tradition of ours and uh, the gingerbread house. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's a tradition of ours too. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Santa pictures. It's just something yep. that we do every weekend or maybe sometimes sporadically on a weeknight where we we're building up and we're embracing the entire holiday season right. and taking advantage of our time so that her memories are going mm-hmm. throughout that time, not just during a specific right. one, you know, one day being Christmas day or Christmas Eve. Yeah. In an, in or out of a blended family situation, the day goes by so fast mm-hmm. and there's so much pressure for this one day. I know. And it's like, Oh, all this build up, all this build up, And then, Poof! All the all the presents are unwrapped. It's a total waste of fucking paper. Yeah, there's ribbon <laughs> everywhere, you know. And then you know they're all hyped up on whatever fucking candy was in their stockings. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone is like, okay, dinner, dinner, dinner. You eat dinner, and then it's like, okay, now what? Christmas is fucking over. All for one day. You know, and that's why I love all yeah. the, the days leading up to it. Because that's when mm-hmm. you can just do all so the cool stuff and the coziness. Take the, the pressure off that one yeah. day. Because it's going to go by so fast regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about special traditions. So yeah. the PJs is huge in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, I love trying to pick out, like, a couple years ago we did, like, um, like candy cane striped PJs. And then last year we did Buffalo checks and, you know, um, uh, this year, I don't know what my husband gets kind of picky. He's like, I don't look good. I love that. Checks. He has an opinion. That's great. <laughs> God, That's yeah. great. Too much. To, yeah. Cause I think the couple years ago it was a two piece PJ set for him. And then he, I got him a one, like a onesie. And mm-hmm. he was like, what are you Happened. doing with this onesie? <laughs> And bless his heart, <laughs> he is so patient with me and all my traditions because I've dreamt about this stuff since I was a kid, or yeah. not a kid, like, but I've, the, the traditions that I've had when I was younger or the things that I want my kids to experience, like that started well before I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like that, 
once I had the kiddo in my life, I was like, oh, I want you to have these things or whatever. So traditions are like really ingrained for me. And yeah. luckily my husband has been very receptive to that. Um, yeah. So then the PJs, I always do like cinnamon rolls or like a, I do like a French toast casserole thing Christmas Ooh. morning because we're going to be cooking all day. I don't want to do yeah. any big breakfasts or something really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband does his Santa routine. Okay. He's going to kill me because I'm explaining this. This is what he does. So like I said, all the Santa presents are wrapped in their special paper and Christmas Eve kiddos are in bed he will have me also leave the room Uh oh and he turns into a little elf and we have a hat Uh-oh. We, we have a Is hat this getting kinky no oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh like whoa 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 What'd and then mean? i come down in sexy lingerie <laughs> what road are we going down here christina santa baby hey I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. The kiddos are asleep. All right, you know what? I'm going to go home and tell him that, and now it will be a new tradition. Hey. Not kiddo approved. Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> no. Okay, so sorry. He, he specifically places, like, all the presents under the tree, and he hides some in the tree, and he stuffs all of our stockings, and he makes it really pretty. So that's like his thing. Like that's he cute. loves to take that over. And the first year that we were together, he did that. And I was just like, what the fuck? And like, he goes all in on stockings. Like he is the master at buying shit for like stockings, like stocking stuffers. Nice. I had to up my game. Yeah. So yeah. those are little traditions. Nice. So we have. Nice. I like it. What I'm going to steal your pajama tradition. Do in it. fact, I've been trying to get my husband on board with that for the last two years. And he's. I think if I just buy it, he'll put them on. Uh-huh. But he's always, I don't know, I guess if you want me to, kind of a deal. But he's really like a big old teddy bear inside. He tries to act all tough. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I'm going to implement the pajama idea. Yeah, it's cute. It's fun. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, she has her her um, you know, her Santa pajamas or her holiday pajamas, which she's already wearing now. But, I mean, I think it would be fun to do that. We definitely do the gingerbread, the snowflake lane we've done, I think, three years in a row. So that's our jam. Like, mm-hmm. we love that. We do dinner down there, and then we time it so that we're outside right when the parade starts. So that's fun. Um, last year was our first year doing Santa photos, so we'll probably mm. keep that going. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we bake. She loves to bake, so we're definitely baking cookies again, and we have the last couple of years for Santa. You should get her her own little, like, baking set for you Christmas, know, like an apron that, and shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, were you it's thinking an idea. That? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I have so many ideas. Yeah, she's quite the baker, so. Yay. Yeah, so those are, those are our traditions, mm-hmm. really. And then just a lot of good food. We love to cook. Well, I love to cook. <laughs> he loves to eat. Uh, how do you support your partner who is missing the kiddo? I think we touched on that earlier a little, little bit. Too, huh? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's, it's, you know, preparing yourself for, you know, it's coming mm-hmm. and yes, it's okay to miss your child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yes, it sucks. The situation sucks, but you got to look for the silver lining. You got to create the silver lining. You got to just, you know, like I, have said previously like it's yeah it sucks but take advantage of the time that you have with your spouse Mm -hmm. like take advantage of the time that i mean you guys aren't gonna have her for christmas so what are you guys gonna do Mm -hmm. what are you guys gonna do 
Well, assuming all goes well, we might be on the next thing smoking to Hawaii. Yeah. Because we recently celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary. Uh, we've been together for four. But, um, you know, because of all the court stuff and the custodies and custody issues, et cetera, we didn't get to go on, a, on our... Um, on our trip that we had planned for a while just because of circumstances. So we're going to take this time yeah. to celebrate late, but also just take this time to... And to be in Hawaii on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, we might go a couple of days after, but nevertheless, we're taking this time to celebrate ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's been quite the journey, and we're going to have some one-on-one mm-hmm. time that we're really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. So... Of course, we're going to miss her. But like I said before, we're going to do so many awesome things. And all, all those memories are going to be there. And it's just going to fill her heart and fill ours as well. That it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It will be. Yeah. And, oh, uh, crap. I was going to say something. I was like, oh. Oh, I don't remember. What was it? I don't remember. You um, don't remember. Well, I, I don't remember. I do remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Like, you... You got to, um, shit. You were talking about dating or not yet. Dating Dating your spouse and enjoying that time together. And, um, I don't remember. It will come to me later, but yeah. Um, yeah. Having, having that, that all those celebrations beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Blah. Okay. I'll remember later. Um, oh, I love this one. How do you handle comparison either with the stepkid or with yourself? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this, you know, comparison with the activities, comparison with the gifts, comparison in general. How do we handle it? Um, do you want to speak to that first? You (laughs) (laughs) sure. I mean, let's be honest. No, um, (laughs) With the gifts, uh, that's never been a factor for us. We've never discussed, or she's never discussed what she has gotten over there, or I, I don't know that she's discussed what she gets in our home. I think um, she has active grandparents, so it sounds like a lot of it, um, when she's talking about bio mom's house, a lot of it is a reflection on what grandparents got her. So I have no idea what bio mom does, uh, for mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, and or the, I want to say in your situation, whenever bio mom does do something great, you're mm-hmm. like, good. Yes. That's what you should be sure. doing. I'm going to, yeah, I'm glad your mom did that for you. Yep. She fed you. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So like that, the bar so, is really fucking low. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> clapping hands if she's doing something like that. So yeah, there's no comparison. Cause you're actually, I mean, all shit and drama and mm-hmm. stuff aside, you're actually a huge bio mom supporter. You want her to yes. do well. You yes. want her to be better for I her daughter. Her to take yes, I want her to take care of her child if she's capable of doing that. Because mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that was her plan when she had this child is yeah. to take care of her. So anything that she does, it's like cool. Let's see if it sticks. Which right. is where the problem lies. Is there's right. no consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in regards to like experiences, I think that. Um, quality time is not spent. So I'm, I'm doubtful she does anything like right. holiday oriented in terms of taking her to an activity or doing special things with her. Just mm-hmm. history shows that's not been the case. So, um, I definitely think we, um, check a lot of those boxes for her. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, no comparison yeah. in that department. I remember what I was going to say. What? <laughs> yes. I was gonna, going back to that question of how do you support your partner who is missing the kiddo? This is pretty much my blanket response for any question. You ready, guys? Yeah. Ask your partner what he needs or she needs. Mm-hmm. Ask them what they need. Right. So if you suspect that there is going to be, you know, uh, a greater feeling of you know missing or loss mm-hmm. or just grief or being upset about the situation or just you know any of that ask them what they need right that's kind of oh, like have that communication have that talk like do you want to you know take your mind off things and go do something else or go do something different do you want to uh, a couple years ago um wow i'm actually realizing that i have made a lot of effort with bio mom in the past couple of years. You have. I have. A couple of years ago, um, I offered, and this was not because my, this wasn't a year, this was a year that we had him for Christmas, but Bio Mom uh, made some comment through interaction or whatever saying that to our kiddo, like, I'm really going to miss you. I hope you have a really good holiday. And it just came out of my fucking mouth before I could even stop myself or think the 15 steps ahead. But I offered, I was like, hey, do you want us to call you on Christmas? Would you like to talk to him? And that was the first, because we are not a family where he communicates with her on our weeks. Right. And we don't, we don't communicate with him on her weeks. Like, and you know, he's eight right now, so he doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't have email or any, you know, like smoke signals. Like he doesn't (laughs) have any real way of doing that regardless. Mm -hmm. So maybe it will change when he gets older, but right now it's very separate. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, that was a huge olive branch or a huge like effort on my part to be like, Hey, yeah. and so sure fucking enough, Christmas day, I pull kiddo aside and I'm like, Hey, do you want to call your mom and say, you know, Merry Christmas. And so I called her and they talked for about five minutes and that was it. And so going back to, you know, how to support your partner, would your partner, you know, do they talk on Christmas? No, just talking right. through that and asking, how can you feel closer to your kid? Mm-hmm. Or how can this be made, made better for you? So mm-hmm. anyway, that was my fleeting thought that I... No, it's, it's a good thought. Talk to your partner. And also just to add that, not to assume that your partner's feeling aware or another. Yeah. You know, because maybe as stepmoms or stepdads or whatever the case is, we may think, oh, they're probably feeling really sad or feeling, you know, X, Y, right. and Z. And unless you check in with them, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they're just fine. Mm-hmm. And they understand that. And, and it's okay. Yeah. And so um, just, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's not assume. Yeah, because my husband, he's like, I mean, before we even had our daughter, he was just like, cool, like, what do you want to go do? Like, mm-hmm. we're, I mean, we were newly into our relationship. It was like, you know, like, yeah, the situation sucks. I wish we didn't have to share a kid, but hell, I'm kind of like a single, yep, single person right now, just with my girlfriend. Like, what do you want to go do with our holiday? Yeah. So, you don't have to cook if you don't want to. Yeah. You can veg on like, the couch and watch movies. Live go the to- best of both worlds. Right. You know? Right. Um, okay, so that's as far as the questions. Um, well, you didn't talk about your any comparisons on your end. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> um, there is comparison that he has, um, in general, and it's more of just explaining, yeah, the dude, you have different houses, mm-hmm. they operate differently. Um, sometimes I get butt hurt, uh, when he says some, some things or whatever, like, um, you know, if he has, he loves video games. 
we don't have a lot of video games in our house. If he does play video games, it, he doesn't actually own anything. He doesn't have, you know, he uses my husband's video game thing that he doesn't even use anymore. It's like not, but at his mom's house, he's on video games all the time. Mm. And we're the shit house because he doesn't get to play it. So like there's that comparison. And sometimes that stings because I'm like, well, I want to be the cool house. Right. <laughs> Does she have video game consoles? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to be cool, but then I'm like, no, because you're a fucking crazy kid. When you're done playing video games, you're a zombie. Mm. You don't do anything. You're not active. You will sit there for hours Mm -hmm. and do nothing. And then your brain is mush and you're a jerk. And it's like, no, like I know this isn't good for you Mm -hmm. and you don't have any self-control. It'll be like, Oh, I'm going to stop playing for a little bit and I'm going to go run around outside. Like, no. So maybe she can handle that Mm -hmm. easier or, Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But so in those, in those like comparison things where he's like, I don't like this house because of this. Like I try and find, why do we do it this way in our home? Why don't we buy him all of these presents? Mm-hmm. But because we want to teach him that less is more. Mm-hmm. We want to teach him, you know, we go back to our morals of, we want to teach him about giving. We want to teach him about using his body to be active and not just, you know, be in a video game for hours and hours. So, like, I will get a little, like, ugh. Especially it's just like, God, stop talking about her. <laughs> but at the for same real? time, it's like, I react that way. And then I'm like, okay, let's talk this through. Why won't I change and do what she does? Because I don't mother like her. I right. mother like me. Yep. And... I'm not here to try and replace her. Mm -hmm. And that means I'm not here to try and be her Mm -hmm. and do what she does. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to continue doing what works in our home and keep explaining to him like, yeah, dude, it's really hard that you have two stuff, two things going on and whatever, but that's the way it rolls here at dad's house. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. I think Uh, you bring up a good point about the presents, um, you know, the gifts on, on Christmas, because I think... When my husband and I first started trying to navigate this, I don't value having 25 gifts right. mm-hmm. for one child. I think it's great if that's, that's what's happening, but and I, that's not what happens in our home. I don't, I don't do a shit ton of gifts. Mm-hmm. We, we do enough gifts, but more experiences. Because yeah. that, that's, what I, that's mm-hmm. what I value. That's what I love. And that's what she's going to remember. Because when her doll... The arm is broken or what right. have you. You know what I mean? Or like, she's no longer interested in Because an attention toy. span of a child, right? right? So that's where I think we probably differ with our home versus bio mom. I could see there being probably a lot more gifts because mm-hmm. that's her approach um, versus I like to take her out and, and do things. Right. Yeah. Right. And I th- like you, both of us are kind of saying the same thing of like, who do we want to be as a mother? Mm-hmm. What is important to us? And then just sticking to that and not being persuaded or influenced by the outside right. partner who, like, I don't parent that way. Mm-hmm. And just because she's doing it that way and he obviously is receptive to it, that's not who I am as a person. And having my daughter, again, another dynamic that I'm having, like, I'm even more so kind of... Um, so it's kind of solidified my way of mothering mm-hmm. and I don't mother my kids differently mm-hmm. as far as like, 
I expect and want certain things for both of them. And just because, you know, you know, I don't, I want to be consistent with the two of them as best as I can. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to be like, Oh, she bought him a bunch of stuff. So we need to just spoil the shit out of this kid, Mm -hmm. even though that's completely against what I'm trying to teach. Mm -hmm. And then what my daughter gets the something you wear, something you, you know, read something, you know, like that whole thing. Like, you know, I I want, I wanted to do that, but I'm not going to be different. You know, just because I'm trying to, you know, upstage or win points or, or win whatever. Points because or... guess what? The kid's gonna love you because of who you are and what you stand for, not the mm-hmm. amount of presents under the tree. Yep. So, yep. and it's worked so far. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and it sucks because so far, like, we are that like less cool house because we have rules and because we have, you know, expectations and we have teaching moments all the time and. Our kid rolls his eyes at us all the time <laughs> because, especially my husband, because he'll, he'll, I like identify a teaching moment and be like, well, son, in the real world, you know, <laughs> and, then, uh. and an eight year old is just like, oh my God, dad. <laughs> but like, that's the kind of house, you know, where mm-hmm. we, we don't want him to still be living with us, which he probably won't. He'd probably choose to live with his mom after 18, which fine by me. Um, <laughs> But like we want him to be, you know, self-sufficient and all that stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. It goes back to sticking to um, your own ways of parenting and the way mm-hmm. that you want a mother, feeling mm-hmm. confident in your identity and your role and not having to, you know, compare yourself and just be confident in that. And kids will get it. Yep. They'll see it. As yep. they grow up, they'll develop an understanding of what one household does in comparison to the other. And yeah, it's not a good or a bad thing. Yeah. It just is. And at this age, it's like, I'm explaining to him the goods and bads of both houses. Mm-hmm. And he's slowly trying to understand that, mm-hmm. but you know, eight year old brain. Yeah. So we did have on here that we wanted to talk about our in-laws. Oh Lord. I need more wine. <laughs> So this comes up, so this is kind of on topic, kind of off topic. We're going to be switching gears here a little bit. Seriously getting more wine, so time out (laughs) for me. (laughs) All right, we're back. We're pouring more wine. We are ready to discuss the in-laws, a very interesting topic. Um, This was brought up by a listener (laughs) who had questions about um, if, bio mom and our mother-in-laws or any of our husband's family are still having relationships right you know with you know the ex um so i'm just gonna i'll go first go ahead because i'm still drinking wine (laughs) (laughs) so um the short answer yes my mother-in-law is still in contact with my husband's ex now let me remind everyone, they were never married. Mm-hmm. This was a situation of, hey, we're dating, just kind of messing around. And my husband, on the night he was going to break up with her, she announces she's pregnant. So think back, ladies, just think back to all of those relationships that you knew weren't working out really well and you decided to end the relationship and they're gone. 
imagine that person still in your life forever because now you share a child. Damn. That is my husband. Damn. <laughs> it sucks. Damn. That's all I got to say. So <laughs> my prior to me being around, my mother-in-law was my husband's biggest support in him, like in his couple years, first years of being a single dad. And <clears throat> so she had to interact with bio mom quite a bit. And at one point, I think they all lived together, which ironically, before my husband and I bought our house, we all lived together. Not with bio mom, but I'm <laughs> saying my mother-in-law has lived with both the ex and me. So that's weird. Anyways. So yes, they're still in, have somewhat of a relationship. <sighs> Just took some wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my husband and I are not comfortable with it overall. My mother-in-law says that it's because she wants a relationship with her grandson, which I totally understand. Um, and at some points she has said, I, you know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, that bio mom has a tendency of telling her a little bit more than what she tells us. So she's kind of been an informant in the past where bio mom will be like, yes, I'm seeing so-and-so and I'm doing so-and-so and I'm quitting my job and I'm getting this job. And it's like, we didn't know any of that. And mm. then here comes my mother-in-law and she's like, hey, Did y'all know this, this is going on. And yeah. we're like, what? Um, but it gets a little tricky because sometimes my mother-in-law isn't completely like forthright with how often she's talking to her. Or how often. For example, last year, my stepson was with his mom for Christmas And I think it wasn't until January or February where we learned that my mother-in-law was invited over there Mm. and spend Christmas with her and my stepson. Oh, wow. And we didn't fucking know. Like, what? Yeah. Like, why why didn't you tell us? (coughs) Why didn't you tell us the moment you got a text message from her inviting her over? Mm -hmm. And then, so, yeah. So. That's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like it. So, um, and I say it's weird because it's weird not to either bring it up or discuss it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's that like, um, well, is this like your? Are you have loyalty to just us, or do you like you're you're saying that you just want to have a relationship with your grandson? Okay, but you have loyalty to your son too, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> So, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they do have a relationship. Um, bio mom tries to use her at times for childcare. Um, bio mom doesn't have a lot of like reliable resources in her life. Her, her family isn't very like, they're not locally, they're not local. So, um, she tries to use my husband's mom a lot and, Mm. Um, to her defense, she has created a lot of boundaries with that and knows that she's only doing it because she's desperate and, you know, so yeah, that's kind of just my situation where for the most part, they don't really talk, but when they do, it's always kind of like, Hmm, your timing is impeccable. (laughs) Interesting. So Gannett, spill. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. I'm going to use, I'm going to choose my words cautiously here. Um, my in-laws 
I'm going to exclude my father-in-law from this based on what I know. But the rest of my in-laws are very much in contact with bio mom, my husband's ex-wife. Um, and it is a very frustrating uh, and it's a sad, it's a sad situation. Disappointing. disappointing. Yeah. I think that's the word my husband uses most often is disappointing. Um, he's disappointed. Um, and considering the circumstances that are currently in place with my husband being granted, you know, temporary full, full custodial parent of our, you know, our kiddo, um, you would think things would change. Uh, to make a very long story short, this is uh, a weird situation where my mother-in-law probably two years ago decided shortly after we got engaged that um, she would befriend her. Mm -hmm. um, and we learned that when they spent Halloween together last year. Mm -hmm. um, and kids talk, right? right? That's the thing. You think you're just going to hang out and be together and then kids report back what they did. Um, and so that's when it really was an aha moment for us where we realized that she's still supporting her and is active in her life. And she, if anyone were to ask my mother-in-law why she's in her life, considering that her son has full custody of his granddaughter, right. her son, right? Um, so how are you team bio mom? Yeah, she, she would say that... Um, you know, she wants to support both kids. By both kids, I mean my stepdaughter has a sister um, that is my husband's former stepdaughter that he was caring for to a certain point. And that ended because, well, I mean, do I have to say it? Look where we are now. So my mm -hmm. mom wasn't doing what she needed to do, made it very, very difficult for him to continue. Especially to care. when he doesn't have any, there's no parenting plan. There's no for parenting her. plan. There's it no was legal rights. agreement that they have. It was, yeah, it was an informal yeah. verbal agreement. Um, that, you know, a lot of step parents might do depending on the relationship after the divorce. He happened to be one of them. It didn't work out. Um, and it's, it's very frustrating because my mother-in-law and uh, as well as other family members are not in contact with my husband, mm -hmm. are not in contact with me, of course, um, do not respect my position in the family. When um, you're the one raising that daughter. When, um, yeah, I've been mm -hmm. in her life for four years and raising her and she's with him and I full time. Um, and to be completely honest, I, I said this to my husband the other day, they are, they are leading or representing the idea that they'd rather have her be the spouse mm. by contacting her, spending time with her, going to, you know, um, my stepdaughter's sister's birthday party and all this other stuff, which here's what I will say. If the divorce was amicable, if both parents are doing what they need to do and there is a common ground, there is an understanding where the grandparent wants to be in contact and can respect the idea that they're, both parents are holding up their end of the bargain and they want to show up from here to there, mm -hmm. that might make a little bit more sense. Sure. But to completely choose the side, and I hate to say size because it sounds petty, but really when you're not talking to your own son, when you're choosing the side of a woman who has decided to neglect her child on mm -hmm. several levels and make you know, poor decisions for her own and life. And that's not even like, I want to mm -hmm. just, you saying neglected, that's not just your opinion. 
no. a judge has granted you guys the right. custody right. because she is incapable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if there were any question beforehand, you know, that's up to you. But once, you know, we're not making this shit up. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't make it up. We didn't pay the judge to say these are the facts. And obviously he found that my husband and our household was a more stable situation for this impressionable six-year-old child. I mean, at that point, you know, you think your mom, your own mother would say, what the fuck was I yeah, thinking? Back to that loyalty piece. Yeah. And let yeah. me let me just go back years when I first started dating my husband. And they were, their marriage was ended. All I heard was from the mother-in-law how happy she was the marriage ended, how they kept their mouths shut throughout the marriage knowing it wasn't a good idea, how they saw the parenting patterns and all the concerns they had, but they just didn't want to get involved. And I'm new to this. I'm new to this family. I'm listening like, damn, is this really the case? And a lot of things were coming out that my Should husband, that have been your cue to run. right? I know <laughs> even he, he was like, well, why do you, you know, I've never heard any of this. Their whole stance was, I want to stay out of it, but they're not doing that now. They're not doing that now. And here's what I will say. You are the company you keep mm-hmm. point blank. Birds of a feather flock together. I am 150% different than by a mom. I lead a different life. I have different values. I have um, different goals. I've just been a, you know, just a different person. And I don't think that that goes with what my mother-in-law envisions as a, as a daughter-in-law. With that being said, I'm going to be keep it 100. I'm a little too strong for her. Mm-hmm. I am self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. You don't need her. I don't need her. I just need my husband. He needs me. Mm-hmm. We work together as a team. We're raising this kid. We got this shit on lock. That's the game plan. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to apologize for that. And what have you always said about relationship with in-laws? I've always said, even prior to getting married, even before my husband, in-laws are an option. They are not a requirement. By that I mean, I have a, you know, I have a blended family and I have you know, brothers and sisters-in-laws, et cetera. Um, when you marry your spouse, if their family, the family that they come with, their family of origin, if they're amazing, supportive people, if they're just kind, that's a blessing. That's an add-on. And if they're not, if they're toxic, if they don't benefit your life, if they're not supportive mm-hmm. or et cetera. If they contradict who you are as a mm-hmm. person, you are in no obligation yeah. To maintain a relationship. You don't have to. Yep. You, you know, you can keep a respective balance because they are the parent or parents of your spouse, significant other, but you don't have to. And I'm more than okay with that. I've even told him that the same about my family. If there's anyone in my family that disrespects you or doesn't vibe with you or has an issue with you for no absolute reason, by all means, you don't need to have a relationship with them. Yep. It is a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I married him. I didn't marry them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I've always led with. Always been respectful. So I chalk it up to just unfortunately some weird level of, you know, just a, a huge misunderstanding, maybe a, a splash of competition with a huge dose of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm more frustrated. For my husband, I'm more sad. Mm-hmm. So. 
that's where I'll say with my in-laws and uh, needless to say, we're having a Friendsgiving yeah. this year. Yes. Uh-huh. No family. <laughs> no family. Yeah. I think what we both have in common there is we support our husbands. Um, I think this question was really based on like, what do you do? How do you handle when, you know, mother-in-law is friends with bio mom? And it's, again, it's, you know, very contextual, very situational, very mm-hmm. like what you're comfortable with. Um, but it's like, have those conversations with your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to the standards of your marriage. I want to, standards? I don't know. But, I mean, each marriage functions differently. Mm-hmm. Each marriage has their own set of rules and, and, and the mm-hmm. way that you want your marriage, you know, what your ideals are and what marriage is to you. And some people might disagree in that, nope, my husband's family is my family and I treat them no differently. And that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Like we're never going to be like, our way is the only way. Like we're on here being like, this is us. We know we're not alone in this. Um, those who are feeling the same way or you, you know, we're, we're with you. Um, but the other, the, the people that are different than us, like your situation is different and that's, that's great and that's you know unique in its own way and um but for those who are feeling like your feelings are getting hurt or you're uncomfortable with the situation or it's just not sitting well with you Mm -hmm. because of whatever reason it's you know like I said it's challenging who you are as a person Mm -hmm. Just because you're a wife, just because you're a stepmom, doesn't mean that your identity needs to shift to mm-hmm. where it feels uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you have these harder conversations with your partner. Yeah. And and say like, yeah, I am your wife. Mm-hmm. I am a stepmom, but I was also a person before all of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let your mom treat me like that. Right. Absolutely. And I'm not going to let her treat me like that. Not just, not just because she's your mom, but because I don't want to let anyone treat me like that. Exactly. And it takes lessons to get to that point. Right. So just to clarify, my husband, my mother-in-law and I, and some other family members were really cool in the beginning. Really cool. We, her and I were close. I used to hang out with her specifically independent of anyone else. And something shifted after we got engaged and I won't go into too many, you know, family details, but some, a misunderstanding and that snowballed. And I think part of her behaviors right now with biomel might be out of spite a little bit mm-hmm. of, of something that really is silly. But here's what I will say. I always try with a relationship, right? I embraced his mom in the beginning, embraced his dad, just mm-hmm. because you want to give people an opportunity. And then when they show their ass, that's when you just say, bye, uh-huh. Felicia. And... There's a difference between saying, oh, my mother-in-law is a bitch. Like, I could say that, right? I don't say that. But, well, not on air at least. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a difference between, there's a difference between saying that and there's a difference between altering the amount of respect you have for an individual. And I say that because she's, this person is supporting an individual, a mother, a biological mother who cannot even feed her child, Mm -hmm. who cannot even... Mm -hmm. Um, maintain the essential needs of a child. And so what I'm seeing, what you're demonstrating to me is that you're approving of that behavior as a mom. You're a mom too. So you're co-signing on her and her behaviors. 
And that, I don't care who you are, I don't approve of. Point blank. So mother-in-law mm-hmm. or not. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's where that's where I stand with it. And um, yeah. we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm really curious. So listeners, um, if you have mother-in-law or just in-law um, stories or questions or whatever, I'm, I'm totally curious because I feel yeah. like you and I, I mean, sometimes when it's just you and I talking, I'm like, how is this like, a th- is this a thing? Yeah. Is yeah. this a fucking thing? Yeah. I want to hear about all the other people's Please, things. Please, if like, anyone t- has a story that is anything <laughs> similar to mine. We want to feel us alone too. Holla at you, girl. <laughs> all right. So we are going to wrap up the episode with a question from a listener. And we got this question today. And I just feel like it is just an opportune time to answer it in an episode. Um So scrolling here, I'm going to read it out loud. She says, I've been dating a divorced man for about nine months. I'm his first relationship after his divorce and his ex has not dated anyone either and is still quite bitter about the divorce. I haven't met his two kids yet, five and three, as we wanted to make sure we were serious and planning on a future, which we are. We are both ready for me to meet his kids, but baby mama is saying absolutely no. I want to have a cordial relationship with her, so I've tried to give her lots of time to process the idea and to set boundaries and expectations, but she still says no. My boyfriend isn't concerned about what she wants and says he is ready and that's what matters, but I'm worried if I do it without without even her reluctant approval that I'm setting her up, and I always struggle with this word. <laughs> Will you say it? I'm Tumultuous. Always, yeah. <laughs> setting her up for a t- t- tumultuous yep. <laughs> relationship. <laughs> Um, what should I do? So first of all, um, yay for moving forward in your relationship. Yeah, it's awesome. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, it's great that he's on board and is ready for you to meet his kids. Yeah. Um, I want to say I was in a very similar situation when it was time to meet my stepson or let me say this. It wasn't up to her. Of when I met her kid. My husband made that decision without her even knowing. So, but it was a decision for her and for when she would meet me. So, I think it, I'm going to start off with saying I think it is very um, thoughtful of you to consider I'm saying you because I'm like talking to you directly because I'm hoping that you listen to this. <laughs> but let's talk about, I feel like it's very thoughtful for her to think what the bio mom is going to think, consider her feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, this is setting a precedence for the future. Mm-hmm. First of all, yep. she shouldn't have a say. Mm-hmm. And what happens because she's no longer involved. She's mm-hmm. involved to a point, yes. Mm-hmm. But if her boyfriend is saying that she feel that he feels ready, that's what matters, right? Because what you're sending the you're sending the message. She's sending the message that that bio mom will get a say in the future, and also that I need her approval, and that you need her approval. Yeah. And no. So no. <laughs> So I, I get it. I get wanting to have a good relationship or whatever. Let me tell you this, honey. She's never going to like you. Mm-hmm. Not. Oh, okay. I'm gonna like say, it. Like it. She's never going <laughs> to like it. I'm not saying she's not going to like you. She's not going to like it. Because 
Like, she's still bitter about it, whatever. She's never going to be like, yeah, meet my kids. Like, whatever, that's totally great. She's not thinking about you right now. She's thinking about how this is another step in moving past her marriage. Right. And that is hard for her, but that's her own stuff that she needs to work through. Yep, yep. It should never prevent you moving forward with your relationship with your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I say boyfriend now, but that will be husband later. Mm Mm-hmm. That'll be when you want to start a family. That'll be when you want to go on a family trip. Like all these decisions that have come about, she shouldn't have a say in because if your husband is ready or your boyfriend is ready, Mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Yep. Yep. That is something that my husband and I have had so many conversations on where I go off of his lead and he knows her, he knows the history, he knows what the repercussions will be mm-hmm. if something happens or if a decision is made or an email is sent or a text is whatever. He knows. And if he's okay in dealing with that, mm-hmm. then that's what matters. And as long as he has your back throughout that process, mm-hmm. that's what matters. Right. Like. Yep. Yeah. So I, I get wanting to have a relationship or not have like start off on the wrong foot or whatever. But this is such a basic thing mm-hmm. in moving forward with your relationship with the boyfriend Yeah, that she shouldn't have a part in that. Mm-hmm. Don't be intimidated by, by that position. Our situation started off very similarly. She was resistant to it. She was passive aggressive and said an article about when the time frame is. I remember right. it vividly. When an appropriate time frame is to introduce a child to a, a, new, or, you know, a new significant other of a divorced you know, family or what have you. And, um, first of all, no, that's not how it works. There's no perfect time frame. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can do studies all day long. It depends on the relationship. It depends on the individuals in it. And, um, really your partner, just the same way at the time, my boyfriend, he led with, I don't need to ask permission. That's ex- yeah. I was just about to say that. You know, especially, yep. and, it, and it depends on how the divorce are, ended, you yes, know? Yes. So in that you don't, I'm not asking for, I think Jake's specific response was, um, you mistook my email as asking for permission when I'm just doing, giving you the courtesy that this is happening. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know, if she's not over the divorce, which I think was the, definitely the situation in our, in our, um, scenario at the time or whenever, <laughs> but, um, I think that that's going to reflect on the response that has nothing to do with you and it has absolutely nothing to do with your with your boyfriend or you know him moving forward in a new relationship that he's happy about and i'm going to say this a thousand times that child or those children are just as much his mm-hmm. as they are hers yep. okay and will she give him the same courtesy when a man comes in her life right because in our experience baby mama has had zero she always tells us after the fact. Mm-hmm. She sends an email, hey, just so you know, I have a new boo in my life, and he met him, and he loves him, and it's been great, and, and the whatever. rest is history. And the rest is history. It's like, she never asks for permission. She never once has asked for permission. Right. right. And, it's, and it's, it's going to look like a form of control. Mm-hmm. So, lead with how your boyfriend wants to approach a situation. If he doesn't need her approval, which I'm hopeful he doesn't. 
then neither should you. Be confident in your position. Meet the kids and take the relationship at the pace that it's supposed to go. Yeah. But um, you know, don't. I feel like we can have a whole episode on yeah. this. Yeah. Do you think yeah. we should? Maybe. I feel like we could have a whole episode on like meeting the kids and then what happens after you meet the kids and like your first interactions with bio mom and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you if you want to have a good relationship with bio mom, how do you proceed with that? What are mm-hmm. things to consider? Yeah. You know, let That'd us be know good. If that's something that you want to hear about. Heck yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, I would just say, I would say, the last thing I would say to this um, this person that wrote in is just, as long as you talk to your partner and you guys are on the same page and he feels strongly about this, you feel strongly about it, and you're a team mm-hmm. and y'all are ready for whatever response that comes your way, yep. then you're good. The rest yep. of it, don't worry about it. Yep. You know? Yep. Like, yeah. Just, you might get a nasty text or an email or you, or you might be surprised and she's like, cool, whatever. Right. Whatever the case is, it's it's a slippery slope of like trying to consider another person's feelings and feeling for that woman and what she's going through, but also coming back to this is your experience too. Mm -hmm. You're dating a man who has kids. You want to move forward in your relationship. You're not in a relationship with her. Right. So create those boundaries now Mm -hmm. and that she doesn't get to dictate what happens in your relationship and how it proceeds. Mm Mm-hmm. And if she does take it out on you, then, well, you know, you know then, where it's coming from. It has nothing to do with I'm you. I'm just going to insert a plug right here. Uh-huh. Chat with Christina. Okay. <laughs> plug it. If you want to chat with me, you have questions, you want to talk this kind of shit out, mm-hmm. that is an option. You just go to our website, RadicalStepmomsPodcast.com. Yep. Scroll down to chat mm-hmm. with Christina and you click schedule appointment or book appointment or whatever it says and we can chat about this kind of shit and yeah work it out because this is kind of stuff that it's like mm-hmm. it's god it can be hard and yeah. if you don't have anyone in your life that's going through it mm-hmm. and or you know you do it's just you know you want someone to bounce ideas off of or feel validated or whatever it is like i would love to have those conversations with you and um be that support um that you need yeah so there's my plug all right nice. So, wrapping up episode 11. Oh, episode 11. Woohoo. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, uh, send us a DM and we would be happy to answer and hear from you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radical Stepmoms. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like in the app and share our podcast with your fellow stepmamas. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at Radical Stepmoms Podcast. Or if you have any questions or ideas, we would love to hear from you. And you can email us at Radical Stepmoms Podcast at gmail.com. Bye.